What's up, party people? Thank you for tuning in for this new episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Just to give you a little insight, a little update of what you're going to be preparing yourself to listen to, what we got going on in this episode. We're going to be talking about a lot of the things going on in the world of sports, which is a very exciting NBA playoffs that's going on. Uh, Also, what's going on with um, the NFL draft, the NFL draft today. We're recording this as a Thursday, the morning of the NFL draft. And we're also going to give you a little bit of insights for your fantasy football draft, as well as this very, very popular bracket we have going on on our Instagram. As always, follow us at BFB Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And we got a bracket going on to see who's the best wide receiver, too. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau Podcast. All right, Brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau Podcast. Podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You almost think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! And now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome to a fantastic, exciting, informative, always articulate and intelligent episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex hit list here with my co-host live and direct with much respect. Alex Marchetti. What's up, BFAs? BFAs? Kalo K. You, you done? Yes. <laughs> Bye bye. I'm done. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Oh, that's it. You're done. You're 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 like 100 percent done. You're out the door. Yeah, I'm about to drop the mic. Oh, and, and he's gone. And that's it. <laughs> nah, I just muted him. Uh, what's up, party people? Once again, thank you for tuning into our episode uh, over here as we are growing and getting closer and closer and closer to the football season. Today is, I guess, like. I guess today is like the unofficial start of the brand new season. I guess you would call it, which day one of the NFL draft, which is going on tonight in Nashville. I really wish I, 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 I would have went there. You ever been to Nashville? Tennessee whiskey. I didn't ask you to sing. Uh, <laughs> I've been to Memphis. Oh, okay. Had some great barbecue out there. So not Nashville. Not Nashville. No, not Nashville. Nashville's dope, man. Nashville is awesome. I went there for uh, a bachelor party for my boy Keith Murray last year. Awesome time, awesome. Nashville. Time. Is oh, I dope. remember that you went. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Nash. Yeah, we had you know rented out a house. And it was about more or less about like twenty five of us, more or less in the house. You know, it was Nashville's awesome though. Yeah, it's a little growing city. Uh, a lot of people have been moving there. Growing, it's, yeah, it's growing. I heard growing city. Growing. <laughs> wait, wait, too. It's a growing again. city. Yes. It's a growing <laughs> city. Wait, wait, wait. That's not why I thought it was awesome because there was an abundance of growing which in every direction that I looked at. See, was it? It's not why I thought it was awesome. Are you sure? No. Uh, anyways, um, but but it is dope there. Yeah, you know, like and shout out to like I said to Keith Murray. You know, we had an awesome time out there for his bachelor party. Speaking about Keith Murray and of his stuff, uh, of course, which everyone wants to know is how my league is going. 
my basketball league that I am in. Shout out to GMS. And I was saying because of Keith Murray, because he's part of the team and he couldn't make it yesterday. Uh, you know, just couldn't make the game yesterday. There was the game that we had against the, we're undefeated in the league. We haven't uh, lost a game yet in the basketball league that I play in. Uh, since, uh, wait, so undefeated as of today or yesterday? So you- the team we played yesterday was also the only other undefeated team. Okay. We are currently still the only undefeated team. All right. So, so we beat- played we played the other undefeated team in the league, and we beat them twice because you played two games a night against the same team. All right, cool. And we ended up beating them twice. And that's without, without like I said, that was without Keith Murray, who's like one of our best players, if not possibly our best player on the team. You know what I mean? Like it's arguable with there. But I, I would say he's probably the best player on the team. So. I, I, I have I have a question since, you know, this is a fantasy, uh, you know, podcast. You so could, now you, you could draft me. Yes. I could draft you. So I, just to give some uh, and give give our listeners an idea of your team, right? So you played an undefeated team yesterday that you defeated, right? Yeah. So I just want to compare uh, your teams. Um, so you guys consider yourself more of like a Toronto Raptors or Milwaukee Bucks or like a Houston Rockets or Golden State Warriors. We're like Golden State Warriors. Right oh, really? Now. Yeah. Pro- so pro- Keith- well, 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 not this year's Golden State Warriors. We're like this year's Milwaukee Bucks. All right. I was about to say, so Keith Murray is DeMarcus Cousins because he didn't show up. You know, no, no, no right. he well, he he didn't show because he's going to be a fireman. So oh, he he's, a fireman, fireman? Yeah, he's got a fireman exam right. today. Nice. So you didn't want to risk any sort of injury or even waking up being sore. Like I woke up, I'm really sore. So he didn't want to wake up being sore. So he's doing the physical. Yeah, he got the physical. physical. Yeah, all so, right. So That's he, awesome. He didn't want to be sore for any. Which I I told him, yeah, no. It's, it, we like I said, even though it was a big game playing against the only other undefeated team, but I was like, listen, playoff games are more important. He's not and a besides team player. Fireman, Sorry, he's not a team player. Oh God. Yeah. Um, you should have thought about the team. Although you guys won. Yeah, one without him. That's good. <laughs> but if y'all would have lost, I would have definitely bashed him. Nah. <laughs> Absolutely not. But what was funny, though, talking about the fantasy uh, stats about it. So my boy Zimmel, shout out to my boy Zimmel that's also on the team, and he cracks me up. He's one of the funniest guys I know. And he was talking, we were talking about yesterday. So, like, in the second game, like, he came out the gates on fire. And, like, we're all, we all lost a lot of our speed, right? You know, but we were, like, never, like, I was ever a fast guy kind of player, and Zimbal's not either like that fast running. Like, so you guys are the slow Golden State Warriors. Once again, I'm not that. We all lost speed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not talking about everybody, but it's just the point is that um. So he like he got like twice. He got like a steal that ran for a fast break and gave it to like open passes. He was knocking out three pointers. So he was like. Yo, it was a fantasy league, man. I've been giving mad points, yo. Everybody, I'm getting points, I'm getting stats, I'm getting steals, I'm getting assists, I'm getting rebounds. Yo, I'm killing it right now. I was like, dude, you'd be a first round pick right now the way you're playing with it. And he, it was fun. He was killing. It's like he, he got one steal. He ran the entire floor, and then he's and, and you know, like I said, he's not that type of guy to go on a fast break because you know he's not. He's just not that kind of player. Like I'm not either. But he did it. He ran all the way super fast, and he's running back. And then when I hear him running back towards me, look at me. I need a sub. I need a sub. I need a sub. It's like it's a big court too. Like the Saints of Ashes court we play in is a really big court. But um, yeah, shout out to my team GMS, the Get Money Squad. Yeah. All right. So the team that you defeated yesterday, you compared them to what team in the NBA? I obviously, I mean, I don't know. Well, they're the second only undefeated team in the league. I don't know. They'll probably be like the Toronto Raptors of the league or. I don't know. I guess you want to say they were, they were, they were good. But you know what it was? As much as we were missing a good player, they were missing a good player too. We're talking about a little bit too much uh, uh, inside information. Okay, so we'll go on to it. Uh, but yeah, that's fun. That's what's going on. Let's get right into it and talk a little bit more now about uh, 
Let's talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs because the NBA playoffs actually has been kind of exciting. Not for nothing. You know what's also been pretty exciting, honestly, too? The NHL playoffs. We're not going to get too much into it because I haven't really watched it, but keeping up on what's going on, it's like that that San Jose Sharks. Did you hear about that comeback? No, I did not hear about the comeback, but I know that in the first round of the NHL uh, playoffs, two first seeds lost. Yeah, yeah. And like the Tampa Bay Lightning that lost, which was like nobody saw coming. Yeah, just once, just one seed losing uh, is an upset enough. But two first seeds to to lose in the same playoffs in the yeah. West and the East, you know, it's that's pretty uh, remarkable. But uh, yeah, chime in on the San Jose Sharks. I don't know. About no, that that, that was a that was a real real crazy win they had the last one. They were down like four goals to one. They ended up winning in overtime, like five to four. So like that, you know, like I mean, they win in overtime. They were down like four to one in the third period. Wow. And they ended up winning five to four. And oh, sorry. They they were down three to one. Excuse me. Sorry. They were down three to one in the third period. They took the lead in the third period. And then the golden golden uh the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. The Las Vegas Golden Knights. They tied it up with under a minute left. Then they went to overtime and the San Jose Sharks won it. But they had a three to one lead in the third period. Yeah, that's so like no, it, it was a great comeback. It was pretty exciting to see. And it's just like to hear everything like like the Islanders. They swept the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Pittsburgh Penguins won two out of the last three Stanley Cups. Like last year, the Washington Capitals won it, I know. And two out of the three last Stanley Cups, the Pittsburgh Penguins won. And then for the New York Islanders to come and sweep them, like it's I'm not an Islanders fan. I'm a Rangers fan. You know what I mean? But I don't really hate the Islanders at all, to be honest with you. Like, I really don't. Why would I? I'll root for the Islanders. Why not? I I guess, yeah. You know, like, yeah, I would root for them. But, um, But the point is just that the fact is, like, it's it's good to see him sleeping. It's been a lot going on. Uh, I remember my boy Will. Shout out to my boy Will, who's a part of On the Board Sports. You can check out their podcast as well. It's an awesome podcast to listen to. Um, he tweeted something about that, that the NHL right now is better than the NBA. Now, obviously, it's not more popular than the NBA, but he says take the money and, like, the ratings aspect out of it. If you look at it, there's, you know, like, the two first seeds are gone. There's like three game sevens going on. There's no clear cut winners because last year the the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals played in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and now both of them are out. Yeah, and, yeah. In the first round, and, he, and so he has a good point there. Like he mentions a good point because like in 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 NBA, I mean, besides the emergence of the Milwaukee Bucks, we all know like all right, Golden State's gonna go to the finals. Like we all feel like it's gonna be boring like that. We yeah, all know no, that. there's there's definitely parity right. in the NHL compared to the NBA where there's Really not, you know, because it's 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 a it's a individual driven game, you know. Like if you have the stars in your in your team in basketball, most likely you're gonna be dominated. And they're stacking, the whole season. they're stacking so they're much. Stacking. There's so much stacking going on. Like you know, like we saw the Houston Rockets even do it. We saw um, OKC try to do it when they had like you know Paul George, Westbrook, and Melo, and you know it, it's just. And what Golden State's been doing. And then even with Melo joining the Rockets, also with, you know, Chris Paul and James Harden, like it's just stacks on stacks on stacks. But I mean, now it's good to see like a team like the Bucks who build, you know, and you sucked a couple of years ago and then build up and then now like the best team in, in NBA. Yeah. It's no. it's good to see all that stuff. But it's definitely been like a predictability in in like I, I think for the most part, sorry to uh cut you no, off. Sorry. But um, you know, there's been conversations for the last, I don't know, ongoing five years, right? If the NBA should, you know, uh, eliminate a couple of teams and just kind of like, you know, go from a, you know, what is it, twenty eighteen league, uh, league, right, to like maybe a twenty six or twenty four, just because of 
of to concentrate the you know the 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 players and at least spread them out because there's a lot of teams that just suck you know so like some is pretty watered down you know Did you Especially, say 28 for like how many teams are in the yeah NBA? how many is 32 or 20 30 30 30 there you go 38 going down to 28 or 26 38 going down 20 what so, 30 teams going down to 28 teams or to like 26 <laughs> Thank teams. you for clearing that all, all right. up. But because there's, you know, this is watered down, you know, like especially now with the stacking. Now if, you know, we eliminate two teams or maybe four, which I don't think is going to happen, never going to happen, right? Because that's money, right? Ooh, and yeah. loss of jobs. So the union is never going to let it happen. But yeah. if you do something like that, then maybe uh, the team, the league will be much more uh, competitive, you know? But, you know, there's been conversation about that. It's never going to become serious. But to me, I feel like, especially with the stacking that's going on in basketball, you know, it's very uh, it's very hard for uh, a team, an underdog team, to beat, uh, a, a, you know, a, a one seed or a two seed, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying this this year, which was, it was fun to watch uh, the Magic get that first win over the Raptors. You know what I mean? In Toronto. Like, it was fun to... I mean, I'm not a Nets fan. I told you I don't support the Nets as much. Like, the only New York team I don't support, but to speak unbiasedly about it, like, it was still fun to watch the Nets beat the Sixers in the first game. You know what I mean? And then, well, look at the Clippers. The Clippers... Uh, yeah, that was a good game last night, though. I watched that game. That was a pretty good game last night. They're playing, like, a whole different group of Clippers. Like, it's a whole new team, it looks like. You know, like, Harold's playing well. Williams is balling. Yeah, Lou Williams is balling, man. He uh, he's, is a he's, bucket. He's, he's definitely uh, showing <laughs> yeah. up. And, uh, Can, Gallinari had a great game yesterday, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Gallinari, yeah, Gallinari. of course. Any any ex Knicks, the best thing about coming to the Knicks, it seems like so far, if you come to the Knicks, they will eventually get rid of you. And once they get rid of you, you will go on to start and be on the stardom team, and you will go on to kill. And you end up going to the playoffs. And you end up going to the playoffs. Yeah, and you'll end up, you know, like going to a championship. I remember a couple of years where it was like every single team had, had like a, an ex -Nick. a former Nick <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> with the Knicks in the Knicks roster like a couple of years ago. Zion playing. Zion praying to get drafted by the Knicks. I hope I get drafted by the Knicks, so eventually I'll be traded for the Knicks and then definitely be on a playoff contending team. That, that's a good thought process. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> it's guaranteed. <laughs> no, but yeah, pretty much. But yeah, but it was it was great to see the the Clippers win. Uh, the Rockets knocking out the Jazz. Now, yeah. I I. It, it, I just, so, I mean, they had the opportunities to tie it up or to take the lead to Jazz. Like, Ricky Rubio wide open in the corner for a three-point shot and air ball. He doesn't have a shot, man. He doesn't have a J. You're wide open there. I know. That's he's the, a, he's a pro. He's a pro. He should be making that. You know, but, yeah. but I'm sure Schumann. you would make that shot. Of course I would make that yeah, shot. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure you would make that shot. GMS. But, come on. <laughs> there was not going to beat the Houston Rockets. Houston the corner Rockets. is actually my specialty shot. The corner one? Yeah. Right. I like that. I like Steve Novak of it. <laughs> you know, I, like, right. I like it. But go on. Sorry. No, but, you know, Houston Rockets were definitely, you know, even if Utah would have won a game, Houston Rockets is is looking like they will be able to beat the Warriors. I, I mentioned this before, but, you know, let's see. Let's First, let's see if the Warriors end up be winning the series because, you know, the Clippers have been surprising, you know. and They, they really have. They've been tenacious, you know, and Lou Williams has been balling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this team, you know, mid-season, not even mid-season, but, you know, it, before the All-Star break when they did all the trades, you it looked like they were already just ready to tank, you know, like just they gave up on the season. They threw the white flag right. and, you know, they just grinded it out and, you know, got the A spot in the Western Conference. And look, they're they got two wins against uh, the Warriors and both and both at um, um 
at the Oracle. Away, yeah. Yeah. So that's huge for them. Now they go back to Staples Center and then see what they can do there. You know, I'm sure the Warriors are going to win. I'm sure the Warriors are going to win. I would really, really like to see the Clippers win that. Oh, of course. Who 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 wouldn't want a, a, an upset? And especially the, of change of, you know, the guard, per se, of, you know, the NBA right now. You but know, see, this is the thing, though, because the Golden State Warriors and the Rockets would be a better matchup to watch. That'll be the finals, pretty much. Uh, for some people, that's a conversation. That for some be people. The, yeah. But anyways, but the Golden State Warriors and the Rockets would be the better matchup to watch. But momentarily, it would be a huge, like it, w- it would blow up, and it would the NBA would become a little more exciting if the Clippers won. Because like, all right, Golden State's out. All right, now we have like a new revamped NBA. You know, like oh, now it's definitely you know because I mean, a hundred percent is gonna. I mean, at least now LeBron's not in the playoffs. I know the numbers have gone down, but with Golden State being out of it long term, like for the rest of the playoffs, the numbers will probably go down as well. Yeah, but also it would just blow up like like oh my god, they actually lost, they actually lost, they actually lost, and it would be a lot more awareness to the NBA for that. All right, so. let's say if the Warriors hypothetically they end up losing against the Clippers, which to me I I, I I'll be I'll be ecstatic for the Clippers, right. you know, not being a fan, but just an on, underdog, an eighth seed being right, the right, first right. seed, especially the Warriors that have won three championships in the last four years. Um, who will you be rooting for? Like, or not rooting for, but who you wouldn't mind? Besides, I know you mentioned the Bucks before, right? Portland. Uh, in the Portland, right? Portland. <laughs> Portland, 100%. Nice. Yeah. Did you see the game winner? The of series course. winner? Who didn't? Oof. Who didn't? Man, Damian Litter is balling. He made, you know, he scored 50 points. Did you see that whole game? Like, he was taking shots like that before, like, throughout the game, though. Yeah. 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 No, nah, but... Uh, I was looking at I was I was watching the game with my girlfriend and I was like I see the t- the time just ticking down and I'm like yo what is he doing he's got to do something right he's like, do yo, something. what is he doing like yo are you gonna drive in are you gonna cut then he did the James Harden step back and, and then he did a step back I was like nah and he made it I was like oh my girlfriend's like yo what just happened now what just um, happened I'm like he he made a game winner not only a game winner a series ender yeah. And, and and with that he like clinched 30, 50 30 points wheat feet away, and he, and he clinched fifty points, and he did it against Paul George, who was a good defender, who was a good defender. And Paul George, what do you think about him saying that that was a bad shot to take? I mean, it went it, in. It, it, essentially, that is a bad shot. As the, a basketball, that's not the type of shot that you try to make, you know, or I, you know, as a basketball coach that I am, like that's one of those shots that if he would have put up, I would have like if one of my kids would have put up that I coach, I would have been like, no, what are you doing? Uh, don't do that again. Don't do that again. Because I tell kids, <laughs> like on a fast break when they're driving and they stop for the three-pointer, I'm like, don't do that again. You had a wide open lane. You drive it in. I'm glad you made it, but don't do that again. You don't know what I mean? do that again. It's like, you ever seen the movie Coach Carter with Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah, so the guy, uh, Cruz, or the, you know, like the Spanish guy that was on um, that was on the show. He, would, he was an old school, right? Who was yeah, he was an old school. Yeah, yeah Spanish. Was an old school. Yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish and old Spanish, school. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. It's like, way the tail Spanish. You're better than that. It was crazy <laughs> hot in this suit, man. It's like, I already work at the Red Lobster. Yeah, Part yeah. time. Anyways, him. Yeah, so he, um, so when he took the, he was stopped. He was wide open for a lane. He took the shot. And then, you know, Coach Carter, Samuel Jackson was like, you do that again. I'm benching you. But it would have been one of those moments. It would have been like, they're like, nah. Uh, yeah, of course, once you win it. But if it was like during the game, I, I just, I would, it's like a bad shot to take. The, the score was tied, though, right? It was tied. Yeah, so it wasn't it that bad. It wasn't that bad of a shot. If they were trailing, I, I two, couldn't. So you could, it could have been worse. It was still a bad shot. It's a it, bad shot, but it, it would have been even a worse shot 
to me if they were trailing by two and then he takes that. But he took no a couple problem. of sh- he took a couple of shots like that. He's though. been feeling yo, he's been balling this whole this whole playoffs so far, you know, and I'm rooting for him. Dame Dalla. Yo, man. Do work. That's Ooh. it. <laughs> Do work. Come to the Knicks. Yeah, uh, I hope I hope he goes to the Knicks. It's not I gonna hope. happen. I wish. I wish. I'll dream. I about wish, it. I wish, I um, wish. moving on now from the NBA playoffs, which has been really exciting. We'll talk more about that. Uh talk about the NFL draft. That's on and popping tonight. Draft day. I just hit popping. Jesus Christ. Um That's like a total night. You are one pathetic loser. Can't believe I just said popping. Um, that's something like from the late nineties. Like no, nah, I wouldn't 90s. say nineties. I would no, no. Yo, no. it's popping in here. Early two thousands. It was funny. We were talking about that one time. A couple of friends of mine, like about like slang term from the nineties that's not longer no longer being used. Like the one I, I the first one I thought of was fly. Fly. Fly is one that's not no longer used yeah, at all. It's no longer used. Yeah. Uh, off the off the off the hook. Yo, it's off the hook. Off yeah. the hook, off the meat rack, off the chain. Off the chain. Yeah, those and, th- those are 90s or, yeah, maybe early 2000s, but mostly 90s, late 90s. Yeah. Off the chain. Yeah. That was a couple of them. We went to that conversation. It was now we're at, interesting. We lit. <clears throat> um, oh, but speaking, wait, wait, real quick before we go into the NBA player. So I, I wanted to post this on our Instagram. By the way, uh, once again, check us out on our Instagram. We've been posting, I've been posting a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of cool, funny videos, all sports related. Like everything has some sort of like, everything sports related. Um, <clears throat> like I've been posted like yesterday, uh, Marshawn Lynch, re- you know, announced his retirement again. And, uh, with Gronk retiring the same year, I posted a video when they were on Conan O'Brien's, they did a skit with Conan O'Brien when they were playing Mortal Kombat against each other. I remember that one. Yeah. That was really funny. That was back, uh, you know, like a, a Super Bowl game years ago when they played each other. It was like a Super Bowl edition that they had. <clears throat> so, um. So that was really funny. Check us out on our Instagram at BFP Podcast. Also on our Twitter, where Twitter's you get a lot of the quick up to date stuff uh, at BFB Podcast for that as well. Check us out. Follow us. I've uh, been posting a lot of really cool and funny videos that you could keep up with. So, uh, but Paul George, they showed a vi- I got a video of him where he got a pass. Like they got the offensive rebound, they threw in the pass, and he was like at the top of the key, but the same distance, Dame, uh, Damon. Uh, Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard was. I almost said Dame Dash. So <laughs> it's like, so where Damian Lillard was, and he just shot it up, and he drilled it, and he drilled it too. But he, it was funny. They posted that because he's the one saying that that was a bad shot, but he took that shot. But in that situation, it was different because when he got the ball and he put his hand out, like, hold it, just hold it. But he saw the clock, then it reset, so he just chucked it up because the clock, the, the you know, it's offensive rebound. The clock's supposed to reset. It didn't reset. It didn't reset. So when he chucked it up, it reset it after he chucked it up, but he shot the ball, and it went in. But yeah, the so whole point they're saying it was like, oh, it wasn't a good shot, right? Paul George, you took that shot. You took the same shot, yeah. But I was, I was thinking about posting it maybe. We'll see. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah, so talk about the NFL draft. Big, big news, which I'm excited about. The NFL draft for tonight. A lot going on. And there's a lot of uh, talks going on in, um, with the NFL draft. Like, what, what was this update that I just got recently? I'll show you. Uh, let me hear it right now. So... Cardinal sources told NFL Network's Michael Silver people could, quote, people could be surprised, unquote, by the number one overall pick. Uh, I think they're just smoking mirrors, smoking mirrors. So you think it's going to be Kyler Murray? Without a doubt, it's going to be Kyler Murray. Well, you know, these guys that have the insights, you know, information, they're saying it's Kyler Murray. So... Who am I to say that's not? <laughs> that's, 
You're a person with your own opinion. Of course, you can say it. I know. It doesn't but, mean that. Of course, what, what, but, but you it, can't it, say that. But it totally makes sense with the coach that they have. You know, he before said that if he had the first pick, he would pick Kyler Murray. You know, Josh Ro- Rosen. Uh, I I still like Josh Rosen. You know, so if if they feel like you know, we don't know how he he interacts with his teammates. Let's say he doesn't interact good with his teammates. Uh, most of his teammates don't like him because you know he might be a little bit too because he's cocky. Yeah, cocky, uh, arrogant. Or, you know, so there there might be this the the reason why they will get a Kyler Murray. You know, the coach knows him. He knows what type of locker room guy he is. Right. You know, it's like you 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 have you have to draft or have those players that you know. You know, in a way. So. What what happens if he clashes with Josh Rosen? We don't know. We don't know the conversation they had with each other. Uh, if he likes Josh Rosen, but let's say if he's like not really feeling him, he knows right. Kyler Murray. He knows the system that he wants to run. It's much more easy, you know. Um, to me, it's more smoke and mirrors what Arizona just did. You know, just to throw it off, maybe uh, give give a reason to see or just out of curiosity to see if any teams wants to jump up and maybe give them the world for that position. Who I mean, I, I think, I, I think enough. And I think it's Cause everything sp- has a price. I of course. I think it's all smoke and mirrors because of the fact now that there was other rumors going around the NFL circling saying that <clears throat> now, once again, this is coming out today, this year, Thursday morning. I mean, for anybody listening to this tomorrow, uh, you know, I guess you could say, like, you're crazy about what you thought or what happened. But, you know, if you listen to this tomorrow, probably a little late. But anyways, um, there's also a lot of rumors going around that the Cardinals are open to taking a third-round pick for Josh Rosen to be an accepting of that. When did that come out? Like two days ago. Yeah? Yeah. Who, who, who was the source? Sorry. I have it on my phone oh, somewhere. Yeah, right, cool. check it out. I, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, get, I'll so, definitely so post that, it out if, on our Instagram if, and Twitters. If that is true, I could see the Giants <laughs> not picking a quarterback in the first round and giving up that third round. I they, have see, two, two, they have two third rounds. We have one. No, we, we don't have two have, second rounds. We have two second rounds? Two oh, second so rounds. we might even give up a second round. No, I, I wouldn't give up a second round pick for... For Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen will be considered one of the top now, two, since, top three since quarterbacks we are, right now. Since we are Giants fans, first of all, I I even last year I even thought Josh Rosen honestly was a second round talent. I didn't think he was a first round talent to be honest with you. You know, uh, everything okay over there, doggy? No, nah, my phone. You know, I mean my laptop. Just making sure that's charging. Okay. By the way, I thought your laptop was. I saw you playing with the charger, and your laptop dies here and there. And I was like, if your laptop dies while we're recording this whole thing, it doesn't save anything. It'll suck. Yeah. Don't unplug it, doggy. Plug it back in. That sounded weird if it's out of context. Uh, anyways, um, <clears throat> go ahead. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so talking about it, uh, being that we're from New York and we're Giants fans, I mean, I guess we'll get this out of the way now. Ideally, ideally, and see if you agree with me on this, doggy. Ideally, my best case scenario in a perfect world scenario for the Giants, right? Yeah, would be. The Cardinals take Kyler Murray, number one overall. The Redskins trade up to take Haskins. Haskins at third, or the Raiders end up taking Haskins at fourth. Because then those two QBs are out of the way. And then in my rankings, from what we need in my rankings, right, is Nick Bosa, Williams, you know, uh, Quinn Williams, it's not Quinn, whatever. It's Quinn with Q Williams. I forget it now, but it's still American. Williams. Um, 
Josh Allen, Ed Oliver, Devin White, and Devin White. Those are my top five. If the Raiders, Redskins, or the Redskins trade up, and the Cardinals, both like like two out of those three people, whatever. So two out of those top six picks end up taking a quarterback. We'll get one of those top four guys. Yeah, which we'll I'll get be top happy. four, which is great for even deep, better, deep, 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 deep defensive draft. Even better if we get one of those top three. Even better if somehow that happens. We get a, like, or if somehow like, because there's also some speculation, some talks going about the Raiders possibly taking Josh Jacobs at three. Now with Marshawn Lynch retiring, that's I don't think that's gonna happen. I think they're gonna pick. Pick him up and I was uh, looking at this other fantasy football page. I get I'll, I'll post it out. I give them the credit for it. I, I forgot what it was, but this other fantasy football page I was looking at, uh, I think it's Chat Sports or something like that, or Chat Football. It's called. I'll look it up again. You know, to give them their due credit, but they're all big Raiders fans as well, as well. And they're saying that hey, listen, it's possible. It's a pretty good possibility. Not like very high, very likely, but it's a good possibility that the Raiders could end up taking. Josh Jacobs at third overall. You know what I mean? That will be insane. So once again, is my perfect scenario is that perfect scenario course is that, you know, if they like, do. That'd be great for two, us Two court. Both the quarterbacks go before us, hopefully even a running back. So we get one of those three, either Bosa Williams or Allen. One of those three uh, next best player available at 17th, whether it be defensive or offensive line. Hopefully like the guy like Jawan Taylor drops to us. That'd be even better. Then now I'm thinking asking way too much, but also, to add on into this is that if we get Josh Rosen with a third overall, with a third round pick, excuse me, third round pick. Now, like I said, I think Josh Rosen is a second round talent. I did not believe last year. I did not believe in him. I said I thought the only two quarterbacks that were going to be left standing out of all the quarterbacks taken in the first round last year, in my opinion, was Sam Darnold and Josh Allen. That's my opinion. Baker Mayfield's obviously proven me wrong in that case. He, I think he's going to have a long, successful career here in the NFL, especially now with all the weapons he has. But Josh Rosen was given a bad rap in Arizona. He had a terrible offensive line. He the had worse. A, yeah, the worst offensive line. He had a terrible defense. He had an aging stud wide receiver. I mean, I love Larry Fitzgerald. I'll never say anything bad about him because you love Larry. He's like the Derek Jeter in the sense of the NFL almost without the rings. Yeah. But yeah, but you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? He's like just that kind of classy guy. And he's just a great athlete. And you know what I mean? So, but he didn't, he wasn't in a good position. He wasn't in a position to win at all. So I'm not going to judge it off what he did in Arizona because I feel like he got a bad rap in Arizona. Yeah, he didn't get the best uh, situation, let's say. But I still didn't believe in him. I didn't believe he, I don't believe he's a first round talent worthy. I believe he's like a second round quarterback. So if we get a second round quarterback for a third round pick, we'll address that issue for the next couple of years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then maybe we could shut up all these other people like, we need a quarterback now. We need a quarterback now. I always say with this false sense of urgency. But another thing goes is that a lot of these scouts aren't giving Dwayne Haskins a first round talent worthy pick either. So why rush and get him? That's why I'm saying. I don't believe that Dwayne Haskins, and I could be wrong, but I don't believe Dwayne Haskins is really that guy. So don't take him. Take the best overall you know player we need. But like I said, best case scenario that would be if we get one of those top three defenders, even four, and, uh, you know, best at 17th, best we can, hopefully offensive line. Offensive line, again, or defensive line for the second-round pick. And trade around third-round pick for Josh Rosen. And I think that would be a great draft and, for us. Yeah, really that, great that, draft. that would be a very, very good draft. I mean, like I said, I don't really believe in Josh Rosen, but, you know, if we – and not for nothing, also, you look at this way, where I said with the New York Giants, if we don't beef up that offensive line, he's going to probably put in a situation just like he was in Arizona. Because, honestly, if you really think about it, besides, like – a better wide receiver, like a slightly better wide receiver core with Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard, 
and Evan Ingram with a better receiver core. And a way David Johnson's still really good. He's I want to good, say but you better. know he was injured the season before, so yeah. he was coming back from an injury. Yeah, so. so but but I would but definitely David a better, Johnson's good though. But Barkley's a better running back. So okay, I agree. He's in a he's if you really if you put him on a Giants team now, he's only in a slightly better position than he was in Arizona. Do you well, what I'm I, I think the offensive line is is better. It got better. You know, no, it's definitely it's with the better trade now. With the Browns and then Nick Soldier. You know, I think, and we, we should beef it up more this year. You know, I, we I should get another offensive line. I'm, but that's believe, what I'm yeah. saying is that the thing is, if we don't address issues like the offensive line, and we don't address issues like the defense, where the deep one, the offensive line's got to be addressed for the quarterback to perform. And not only that, if the, once the quarterback performs better, our offense stays on the field longer, right? Our defense has to be improved. I think that's the most important thing we need to fix is the de- the defense and offensive line are like a like a thin line between the two of them. Because if our defense isn't improved, they're not going to get the opposing team's offense off the field to give our offense enough time to operate. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I don't think the quarterback issue is the first thing that we have to address. And I don't want to be in taken wrong where people say that, oh, Eli, you're an Eli groupie. You're an Eli groupie. I just feel, I feel we have to move on from Eli. It is time. It is time to find a successor. It is time to move on for him. But if he's not there at this draft right now, then he's not there. No, but to me, the what I think the 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 thought is, uh, all right, if we could trade for Josh Rosen, let him sit, let him sit and right. learn from Eli Manning a year. Yeah. So we he's not going to be in that same situation. At least now he's not getting, you know, for lack of a better word, getting blitz. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> getting blitz with all this information and, and, and learn and you know try and learn on the fly. Like just giving giving the keys to the car here, and learn like, what you're go. doing. And right. Now at least he's taking a backseat. Eli Manning is mentoring him. He's like, hey, listen, this is what you see. What do you see? What you don't? And then at least groom him for a year. Right. You know, now he's like, all right, now I'm learning, right? I learned last year, you know, on the fly. Now this way I'm learning more of, like, the back end, right. how to study, how to read defense, And already having a year in his then, belt in the NFL. And yeah. then, you know, just like the route with uh, with how the Kansas City Chiefs did with Mahomes, you know, with Alex Smith. Well, I mean, a so, lot of teams do that. You know, but you know, Mahomes ended up working the best. It, but you know, at least Josh Rosen, uh, maybe by the season, the next season, the Giants' offensive line will be a little bit more beefed up. You know, right? So you know, hopefully that I think that's a thought process that they they will take for that. You know, because I don't expect Josh Rosen, even if we dra- traded for him, that he will start right away. You know. No, no, no. I, I, I he, he's, he's, he's definitely not going to start right away. I'm just saying is that we, we, we still have more things that we have to address, and I don't think even if Eli's disastrous, I don't think they're gonna. I mean, we did that for Geno Smith, and you know, it's like, do you think though that the Redskins will jump up? Uh, so saying with that, also uh, once again, if you do follow us on social media. And where's my phone? There it is. If you do follow us on social media, once again, it's at BFB podcast and at BF, well, and on Twitter and on Instagram at BFB podcast. Um, if you follow us, if you follow us and check it out, you'll see that I tweeted that. What did I tweet? Pro football reports. The Redskins have quote, no real desire, unquote, to trade up from the 15th spot. Now I know it's because of the fact that the uh, owner, right? Took yeah, over. There's conflicting reports. Cause also to say that, the. Uh, Owner, um, what's his name? Dan Snyder. Whatever. Dan Snyder. So Dan Snyder hijacked the first pick. Right. And the last time he did something like that, you know. He traded up two first round picks for uh, Robert Griffin III. Robert, Robert Griffin. Yeah. You know, so. Three. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And also, hey, uh, 
Another team that you can't sleep on for a quarterback that might it, it'll be a surprise, I think, or maybe not to some, is Tampa Bay. It would be a surprise. Because Jameis Winston is in the fifth year on the contract, right? right? If they feel like they're not convinced that he will be the franchise quarterback. I think they are. Maybe they'll get a Dwayne Haskins. You know, I, I doubt it. No, I know I know what you mean, but uh, like what what has he proven? He's a turnover machine. He hasn't proven nothing. He hasn't proven anything. And he was the number one overall pick. Yeah. And then Mariota went next and he hasn't proven anything either. No, well, yeah, that's Mario. I'm talking Wilson. about the false sense of urgency. Oh, what was this? I keep talking. I got. I, so, I found some other good clip that I wanted. To, so uh, you know, you have about. you have Mariota and Winston, who's on their fifth year of their rookie contract. Tampa Bay might be a surprise, and they might get a Dwayne Haskins, you know, uh, with the fifth pick, and then you know, go from there. No, yeah. that's right. So, but check this out. There's one stat that I found. It was I found this on the Instagram of at Catch the Blitz. They're another great uh, Instagram page to follow if you want to look for like. And it was cool. Like actually, like like the third, the last like 32 days, the leading up to this draft. Every day they've been posting up like you know like it's 32 days left of the draft. Here are the you know last 32 picks. You know like overall 32 picks in the past 10 years. You know what I mean? It's like okay. five days left of the draft. Here's been the last 10 years fifth uh, fifth overall picks. It's been pretty cool to follow. Um. So anyways, they posted this on Catch the Blitz, right? 27 of 53 Super Bowls have been won by first-round quarterbacks. 27 of 51 Super Bowls, of 50, 27 of the 53 Super Bowls have been won by first-round quarterbacks. That's more than 50%. 51%. Yeah. That's just slightly over half of them. Yeah. Of the 114 quarterbacks... Selected in the first round since 1967, only 14 of them have won it all. That's 12%. That's 12%, So out of yeah. the 100 first-round quarterbacks, only 12% of those first-round quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl. Now, of course, people like Tom Brady just like completely do, you know, like change all these stats around. You know what I mean? But this is what I'm talking about when I mention all the time the false sense of urgency. There, were, people last year were talking about the Giants with these five quarterbacks, with these five quarterbacks, right? That went in the draft last year, in the first round, right? Yeah. So if those five, like, like as if we, if we got one of them, then we're on our way to the Super Bowl. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, but if you look at the stat, if you look at the stat, like I mentioned, only 12% of first round drafted quarterbacks go on to actually win. All right. So, you know, that's pretty interesting. So Tom Brady is an outlier, right? Of course. And Nick Foles is an outlier, right? Yeah. So the last three years, those were the ones that won, right? Uh, yeah, but Tom Brady's been there like nine times. Super Bowl 50, right? You had Denver, had Peyton Manning, first round. Right. But I'm, had, no, but yeah, look at all these quarterbacks taking first round that like have won all these. Like, you know, like, uh, you know. Se- Seattle with Russell Aaron, Wilson. Aaron Russell Rogers, Wilson Eli Manning has two. Russell Wilson is another one outlining because he's in third round pick. Yeah. You know? They, well, you, then you got the Giants. But he was a first round pick. Yeah, Baltimore. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. I don't know where he was taking. I don't know. What I'll look doing. it up. Tell you look right it up. Now. I'll look it up right so, now. So yeah, Joe Flacco. Then you had the Giants, Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. He was in the first round. He was the first round. He was the first round. Late first round. All right. Uh, Drew Brees, Saints versus the Colts. 
He was a first round also. Yeah. I mean, no, uh, Drew Brees was a first round, and Joe Flacco was a first round. Yeah, and then you had the Steelers being in Arizona. was the first round. Yeah, then same year as Eli and Giants. Philip being in the Patriots first round. Yeah, let's not go back to like all the way back there. No, but, no, but, no, but it's to me, I feel like it was skewed. It is, you know, obviously when you have a great defensive team, you know, that have one. Right. And, uh, you know, Nick Foles was an outlier to me. And, uh, and, and Tom Brady. But Tom Brady has one. But still, I mean, the, thing, many, the thing is know? this the thing is this out of all the, you know, you usually name like a handful of guys. Yeah. There's 114 quarterbacks taking the first nah, round know, that everybody feels is going to be like. Like the next big thing is his it, false it, sense of urgency is what I'm saying. But, so, but it's still 12, percent yeah, which is low. It's low, but is there any other higher percentage? Like, uh, let's say defense, if we get if we get a defensive line. if we get a, a defensive end, like the number one defensive end player, what's the probability of you winning a Super Bowl? No, with that that, of course he's all like things you got to look about. But I'm saying, but you know, but of course, but the I, thing is, this, the I, thing I know, is, the quarterback, going with it. I the quarterback is the it, most no. important position on the field yeah. in all sports. But it's a false sense of urgency. I feel when you have to rush like. Like the Giants have been creating. Yeah. We're talking about it from here from New York, you know? No, no, I, it's an interesting point. You know, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Uh, 12%, it's it's significantly low for a quarterback, right? Especially with the urgency and the, it seems like it's being overvalued. Right. Or blown out of proportion, the, the value of of a quarterback. But in essence, that's probably the, the realest tangible percentage and then 12% chance is still valuable. But maybe not as high as so many teams are given, you know, to those quarterbacks. You right. Know, it, it, it's, it, it, I see. I see the point there. Yeah, it's valid. So to me, it's like instance like uh, the Redskins, Dan Snyder's jumping and giving up two, three picks for Robert Griffin. That's that's un, you shouldn't be doing that. And it looked like the first year would have paid 12, off. Yeah, for a twelve percent chance. Right. You no, know? you know, like that. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Or maybe just jumping up for quarterbacks. Sometimes it might not make sense. And it has worked, though. It has worked for the Houston Texans when they jumped up and got Deshaun Watson. And it has helped and it has worked for the Kansas City Chiefs when they jumped up and got Pat Pat Mahomes. They jumped to get him? Yep. They traded up. Both of them. The Giants were in conversations to trade up for Pat Mahomes. And the Chiefs uh, beat them to it. Oh. Good for the Chiefs. Uh, it's going to be, it's gonna be it interesting us. to see tonight for the whole NFL draft to see everything that's going on. Uh, also be interested to see once we get the more fantasy implications about it. And next week we'll talk about it. We'll have the week to break down our, um, I guess, stats and inside reviews and look more into it to tell you about the fantasy implications of the offensive players that will be taken, especially the quarterbacks and the running backs and the wide receivers, which is not a very deep one this year. Um but it's good to look at and the good to understand and uh, you know like we'll see when Josh Jacobs go because right now he's probably the best running back in the league, uh, which you know also Sony Michelle was better than Rashad Penny and the Seahawks for some reason took him I still don't know why. <laughs> right, that was bad. Yeah, terrible. That was so bad. But you got, um, meanwhile, you got Chris Carson. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, but um. It's going to be fun to see that, and we'll talk more about that next week. You know, we'll see what, like, when DK Metcalf go, goes, when Marquise Brown goes, which will be the actual, because last year a lot of people thought that Calvin Ridley was going to be the first wide receiver and end up being DJ Moore. So yeah. it'll be fun to it, it, this, look at all that. This uh, rookie draft is very deep in wide receiver, yes. but there's not, like, that true one. But it's very deep. I feel like if you're doing Dynasty, you know, you, you will get value with a wide receiver. Running backs right. is very thin, you know, the only one you could say is Josh Jacobs, but a lot of people are trying to compare Josh Jacobs to all the running backs that came out of the draft last year. And yeah, well, there's no he, comparison he, with Saquon Barkley. Yeah, Saquon Barkley. But, you know, last year, you know, there was a lot of 
running backs. It was very, very deep. It was a rich running yeah. back class. This one is very is not not so much. Uh, so moving on. So once again, just a party people let you know, uh, if you haven't known about it, uh, we have a great bracket going on. We're getting a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are getting involved and making their picks and all this other stuff. Um, a, a lot for us, at least, you know what I mean? We just, there's only our second year going into our second year. Uh, so when we have like over a hundred votes for the stories, like that's a lot for us at least. Yeah, that's a lot of engagement. That's good. And yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, a lot of engagement is the word I'm looking for. Thank you very much. You know yeah. I'm not that smart, Marchetti. No, that's um, good. But we have a bracket going on right now, one of many that we're going to do because one thing that we were talking about, Marchetti and I, is that we want to get the people more involved. We want to get you more involved. We want you to be more interactive, to listen to us, and not just for the stats and the advice that we give you, but also because that, you know, you could partake in these polls and you could partake in these brackets and also that you could win some awesome stuff for us. Marchetti and I have two fantastic giveaways coming up. Fantastic. Dose. Dose. We have two fantastic giveaways fantastic awesome fantastico awesome giveaways coming up uh we're not gonna talk about it now we'll talk about it and reveal it on next week's show we will build the awareness of it all this week so remember follow us follow us on instagram on um on twitter at bfb podcast and to give you a heads up when you follow us review us rate us and review us on this stuff let us know that you rated and review us if you do that before we start promoting, if you're listening to the show right now and you rate us and review us and send us a screenshot in the DM, either on Twitter or Instagram, hit me on the DM. Okay. Made it creepy. So <laughs> then um, we will give you extra entries into this, um, these giveaways because of the fact that you don't know the giveaways and you rate and review us, you will get extra giveaways. The way the win this giveaways is that you have to rate and review us on our or wherever you listen to it whether it be spotify google play itunes whatever it is take a screenshot and send us the rate and review and there's also extra ways to do it by promoting us also on social media but rating and review us is the main way to win this is the way to get a good amount of entries as per se right to get an extra bonus big amount of entries to get any of these two fantastic and trust me you are going to love them trust me when i say you're gonna love them these giveaways do that before uh let's announce it let's say let's say saturday sabado saturday okay so you got all day today and tomorrow if you're listening to the show you do that you send us a screenshots of it you will get um the entries you will get extra entries for it so the bracket we have going on right now is, I think, a very interesting one. I think it's pretty cool to think about because we all think about the wide receiver ones. We all, you know, understand a third. The best wide receiver, too. I thought that was an interesting bracket because it's kind of like the sidekicks, if you think about it, if you will, right? Maybe the, the, the side, Robins. Yeah, the Robins to the Batmans, right? Um, so it's been a pretty interesting topic for the best wide receiver, too, going on right now. Um on our Instagram. So you check it out, you go to our story and you vote and you hit it. So it was break down the first round that was going on. So, uh, Philip Dorsett, and, and just so you know, and for everybody thinking about the way the seeding is going, cause obviously like Philip Dorsett was a number one seed. He's obviously not a number one seed in general for any of these wide receivers for the most part. You know, he didn't even make it past the first round, but I just randomized it. I put the brackets into, um, uh, Chowlong doc challenge. I don't even know how to pronounce that website. It's challenge, but instead of an E before the N, it's an O whatever. 
Um, you just put a bracket in there, and I made the computer randomize the seating. That's it. I made computer randomize it a couple different times, and that's why they're all thrown around the way they are. So Philip Dorsett uh, lost to Tyler Boyd. Philip Dorsett with 28 votes. Uh, Tyler Boyd with 70. And it went on and so forth like that. Calvin Ridley lost to Robert Woods, which I thought was a bit surprising. I voted for Robert Woods. Yeah, I, I, I voted for Robert Woods. I, 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 I thought it was a little surprising, too. I, I was I was torn. I was torn. Uh, Seth Roberts, of course, lost to Ted Ginn Jr., who, by the way, is the official best friend right now of the BFB podcast because he was the, he's the BFF of the BFBs. BFAs. Uh, no, B, uh, the better. He's a BFF better. He's a, not the BFBs. There's only one BFB. The BFF of the BFB. The BFB. Yeah. All right. So the BFF. <laughs> BFF of the I'm BFB. drafting him in every single draft, by the way. I'm taking him in okay. all my drafts. I'm not even kidding you. I'm taking. I'm somehow going to take Ted Ginn Jr. in every single one of my drafts now. You heard that, Ted? Just, gotcha. just because he was the first uh, active NFL player to like our picture and to comment on it. He put the 100 sign on it. 100. Yeah, he did it. 100. He put the 100 emoji on it. He liked and commented our picture. That's it. I'm drafting him in every single draft right now. I'm, I love Tanguy Jr. now. So when you when you come out with your wide receiver rankings, he's no, going to no, be No, no, he'll be ranked. Gonna be he's going to be ranked when he's going to be ranked. <laughs> I'm just going to take him. I'll <laughs> jump the gun for him. I was like, oh, man, Tanguy Jr. I feel good. Like, I got to take him now. Are you going to rename your te- uh, teams and just call it like the Gink fe- squad? I love TG, uh, TJG. <laughs> Right, TGJ. All right, you better, you better name one of your teams that. All right, no, I have a picture of Tenjin. Let's chill out. Let's chill out. Let's chill out. First, you're telling me about. I'm, the, I'm just trying to push. You're talking me about the groins over there in Nashville. <laughs> you're talking me about me about this all this love right there. There's too much male bonding going on here for this stuff right now. This uh, you small don't have to put. You don't have to put a heart. Just put 100. Nope, not happening. Uh, oh, the 100 crew. So talking about a little bit. Uh, so talking a little bit about so about the rest of this bracket going on, just let me just break it down real quick, and then we could just finish out the rest of it. Um, so Seth Roberts lost to Tegan Jr. Christian Kirk beats out Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Quinson Inouye got destroyed by Will Fuller. I thought that was going to be a lot closer. That was the biggest differential of points for the entire one. I I guess people just ignore the fact that Will Fuller is always hurt. <laughs> well, Quincy Inouye is always yeah, hurt, too. He is, He's too. always hurt. Yeah. Like, but but that, to me, was the biggest differential. I, I, mean, I, did, I did pick uh, Fuller on that one. Fuller had 86% of the votes. 86% of the votes, as opposed to Quincy Inouye's 14th. Fuller got 88 votes. 88 votes. Yeah, and Quincy Inouye got 14 of them. No, that's uh, so yeah. that that's that that was the biggest difference of the one. Um, the closest one over here was Tyrell Williams against Chris Hogan. That was the closest one. That actually ended up in a draw. There was 102 votes on that. 51 to Chris Hogan. 51 to Tyrell Williams. The way uh, I consider the, tie- the tiebreakers. Shout out to my boy Bobby Spina, who does not have an Instagram account, so he cannot vote on this. And I just asked him, and I was talking to him last night. I was like, uh, "You got to be the tiebreaker on this since you don't have Instagram and you can't vote anyways." He goes, "I right, cool, Tyrell Williams." It's what not, was, it's not what like, was his reason? Oh, he thinks Chris Hogan's a bum. Okay. That's what he just thinks. That's it. He says Chris Hogan's a bum. But, uh, but yeah, so I had that, you know, that's the way I broke it down. It's not like I asked somebody like, you know, like my boy John Riley, and he voted. And it's not like I asked him, oh, I picked Tyrell Williams. Okay, so he wins? No. You no, know, no. You pick somebody. I pick somebody who doesn't have Instagram. Yeah, who doesn't have Instagram account and hasn't voted yet. So. That's very fair of you. I feel, yeah. Uh, Marvin Jones beat out uh, Michael Gallup. I'm happy to see that. Now, Michael Gallup was one of those things where you think about. Now, this is unofficial depth charts. This is subject to change. You know what I mean? And because and, and, uh, official depth charts aren't out yet, but like some people could have said maybe that you know Randall Cobb could have been the number two on Dallas. I put you know Michael Gallup was there from the couple of the unofficial depth charts that I saw. 
So you stayed up there. Uh, Paul Richardson beat out Albert Wilson. Uh, John Brown surprisingly beat out Chris Godwin, who's a sleeper for me. I know you like him this year as well. I like Chris Godwin. Right. Yes, I do. I'm surprised that John Brown beat out Chris Godwin. It was pretty close, though. 51 votes to 45. Stephon Diggs, who's a favorite to go to the finals, beat out Tyler Lockett. And then Devin Funches lost to Sammy Watkins. Unfortunately, Sterling Shepard had to go against Jarvis Landry. There's what I mean about being randomized because if it was up to me, I would have put Sterling Shepard against like Seth Roberts or something like that. But Sterling Shepard lost to Jarvis Landry. Uh, Kirtland Southern lost to Mike Williams. Deshaun Jackson beat out James Washington. Taylor Grabiel surprisingly beat out Dante Pettis. That did, that did not make any sense. What, what was the vote on that one? Taylor have- Gabriel had 54, point, 54 votes and Dante Pettis had 39. That, that By 15 more, 15 more people. That did not make any sense for me. D.D. Westbrook beat out Adam Humphreys. Uh, currently, round two is live up now, so you can go and check that out. So, Marchetti, let's talk a little bit about round two, you and I. Let's try to finish out our own brackets, you and I, see how the way it goes. Right. So, Should I do this live while we're talking? No, no. Well, you, you, you could vote now if you wanted to. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Um, right, go ahead, continue. But... But I just was doing it, you know, ourselves, and we'll do all the rounds just ourselves, see how it goes. So we'll see how correct we are. So Tyler Boyd against Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Yeah, Robert Woods I have as well going that. All right, so Ted Ginn Jr. against Christian Kirk. Ted Ginn Jr. Yeah, Ted Ginn Jr. <laughs> Hell yeah, Ted Ginn Jr. Ted Ginn Jr., I'm picking up that as well. He, I think he would win that. Uh, what's the way it's going on right now? So, uh... Right now, currently, Robert Woods is defeating Tyler Boyd, 84% to 16%. Uh, this is only a 24 hours to vote, by the way. So it's, 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 I put it up last night, like at 2 o'clock in, in the morning. So you have time to vote, okay? Yeah. Please. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr. is currently beating out Christian Kirk, 67% of the vote. Yes! To 33. Yes! Uh, next, what's going on is uh, Will Fuller against Tyrell Williams. Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Will yeah, Fuller. Will Fuller's winning 78% currently at the moment right now against 22%. And uh, next one is Marvin Jones against Paul Richardson. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, yeah. He's getting, winning 88% of the votes against Paul Richardson's 12. This is a, no, this one's not a good one. John Brown against Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Yep, Diggs is going to win that one, 86%. Can you dig it, man? This one should probably be maybe an interesting one. Sammy Watkins against Jarvis Landry. I'm going to go with the one that's always healthy, and that's it. that is Jarvis Landry. I'm going with Jarvis Landry as well, and I thought that would be a lot closer just thinking name-wise. Dude, Jarvis Landry at the moment has got 91% of the votes. Everyone's on that Browns wave. 39 know? votes against his four currently for the moment. And then Mike Williams gets to Sean Jackson. D-Jax. D-Jax, yep, I got D-Jax as well. Oh, right wait, now. wait, 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 you know what? Mike Williams of the Chargers. All right, so take him. Th- right I'm now. gonna take Mike Williams of the Chargers. Well, he's I, got. I think he's gonna step up for sure. Mike Williams got 39 percent of the votes. Djax got 61. Okay. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, Dd Westbrook, Dd. I go Dd as well, but this one's also surprisingly close with Taylor Gabriel somehow still winning. Yeah. Uh, that's that's Taylor Gabriel somehow still winning. Yeah, that's surprising. All right, so he played uh, for the Browns at one point. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's on, he was on the oh, no, Falcons. Oh, he was with the he Falcons, Falcons, and then he went to the Bears, right? Yeah. I think before that, he was with the Bear, uh, the Browns. I don't think so. All right, we'll look at it later. All, All right. right, so wait. So let's go on to round three, Marchetti. Let's just check it out between you and I. So we both have Robert Woods going against Ted Ginn Jr. Robert Woods. Sorry. Ted Ginn, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Will Fuller, what we'd have, going against Marvin Jones? That's a good one. 
That's I a good I, one. I, I'm going to go with Marvin Jones. I would go Marvin Jones there as well. All right, so we're going to move him ahead, Marvin Jones. Then you and I would have uh, Stephon Diggs going against Jarvis Landry. Diggs. That's a big one, though. I'm going to take Diggs. I'm going to take Diggs as well, but that one I think is going to be the big one. That one's going to be a tough one. All right. Stephon Diggs against Jarvis Landry. Uh, then we would have DJX going against D.D. Westbrook. You and I, we would have that, even though Taylor Gabriel might pass. But you and I would both have DJX against D.D. Westbrook. I'll take uh, D.D. I think I'll take D.D. on that one. I'll take DJX. All right. I'll take DJX. Yeah, I'll take DJX on that okay. one. But So who, who would we move over? Let's move over D.D., I guess. Go, go with let's go, let's go with DJX because okay. we're going to move Robert Woods for yours because I think he's going to probably beat out Ted Ginn. Yeah. Even though I'm voting for Ted Ginn. I don't All care. right, so yeah, boom. All right, so then uh, we have uh, Robert Woods going to the semifinals and then we have Marvin Jones beating out Will Fuller, you and I. So Robert Woods or Will Fuller. I mean, Robert, wait, Robert Woods or Marvin Jones? Uh, Robert Woods. Robert Woods would go on to the finals then. And then also uh, in the semifinals, you, uh, we have Stefan Diggs both beating out Jarvis Landry. We have D-Jax beating that, so Stefan Diggs and uh, D-Jax would be Stefan Diggs. Diggs. So in the finals for us... Ooh, this is a good one. So the finals for us would be Robert Woods and Stefan Diggs. Mm. I think I'm going to go with... Ah, oh man, that's a tough one. It ended up being... This is good. This is good. Um, Robert Woods... It's not or, bad when you just or, randomize it the way like this, right? Yeah, no, because right now we have... Robert Woods and Diggs. Off the bat, I would assume that Diggs and Landry would have been at the finals. Off the bat, I would assume that. Yeah. Well, it's the matchup because we it ha- ended up being ended Diggs up being and like Land- that. Yeah. Landry. So, uh, I don't know. Who who you have? Who who you pick on this one? I'll let you pick first. I'd probably go with Diggs, to be honest with you. You go with Diggs? Yeah. I think I'll end up going with Robert Woods on this one. Robert Woods? Yeah. Steph, Robert, you know, it's, Robert it's, it's, Woods outscored Stefan Diggs last year. Yeah, so I think I'm going to go with Robert Woods on this one. Uh, I know he outscored Diggs, maybe. Uh, he had a bump because of Cooper Cup being injured. So yeah. so that gave Robert Woods also, a bump. Also, not for nothing, the the, the Rams uh, had one of the, you know, like for, for a long time in the league until like the, the Chiefs started taking over, they had the most total offensive yards for a long time. And... Um, in the NFL, Robert Woods I, is actually in. Uh, hold on, wait. I'm looking at fans. Let's look PPR wise. Yeah, like you know what? Oh like, no, no PPR wise. Steph, Steph, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. In the finals, more than likely, we see it as Robert Woods and Te- Stephon Diggs. They were both the tenth and the eleventh wide receiver last year in PPR. No, no, no. That's why I'm like, wow, this is uh pretty close. Stephon uh, Diggs. Stephon Diggs beat Robert Woods by point seven points. You know what? I'm going to flip-flop here. I'm going to go with Diggs. Stephon Diggs defeated go Robert Diggs. Woods by 0.7 points last year. I'm going to go with Diggs on this one. Cause so, you, so you and I have Diggs winning it all. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm. You know, it's Robert Woods got more volume last year because of Cooper Cup being injured. Definitely got started getting more points because of that. Diggs is going to have another year with uh, his quarterback. And I feel like, you know, now they're going to be more in sync. Diggs, he's a great route runner. Robert Woods, too, you know. But uh, Diggs, I feel like he'll get more of the touchdown upside for me. And in, in, with the Rams, there's too, much, too many miles to feed. I just think Diggs is the overall just better player, to be honest with you. I, I love Diggs. I just think Diggs is the overall D- better Diggs player. is a good player. Yeah. I, I, I like watching him play, how he, ru- he runs his routes. 
you know, it's uh, I, th- I think yeah. And with Kirk Cousins, second year, I think uh, he who will get a bump. Like he, how many touchdowns he had last year? He had nine touchdowns. No, who, who I mean, Diggs. What, Roger Dig- Diggs. Diggs yeah. had nine touchdowns, and Robert Woods only six. had six. So, I feel like Diggs still has the potential to hit double digits on touchdowns. Yeah, and Robert Woods had more reception. I mean, Stephon Diggs had more receptions too. Still yeah. though, still it's kind of crazy. It's it's, it's a, it'd be a crazy one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so it's I, a pretty, I enjoyed this. this yeah, is a good good job. Flex. But uh, that's it's what we that, you. that's what we think. Let's see if the crowd and the audience thinks that as well as they uh, they're the ones going to be ultimately deciding all this and uh, keep having the engagements going on. I know we were supposed to talk about a little bit about fantasy. You know, we talked about the NFL draft. We talked about a little about fantasy drafts, but we're out of time. So we're gonna discuss. Time. We'll discuss that next week when we talk about the fantasy implications of these rookies, depending on what team they're on. We'll talk about that more next week. About all it. right. So just uh, no. <laughs> Go on, can, you, uh, can you predict something that that crazy is gonna happen this draft? Crazy is gonna happen this draft. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders taking Josh Jacobs. <laughs> That's <laughs> the Raiders, man. I don't know. Uh, I, Tampa Bay taking uh, Dwayne Haskins. That's yours? I'd, yeah. I'd say the Raiders taking Josh Jacobs is a crazy one. Yeah, well, no, I won't be surprised. Or that or somebody takes uh, Daniel Jones over Dwayne Haskins. Because Dwayne Haskins has been dropping. Like, he might even drop to the Bengals. You know what I mean? It's like he's been dropping, dropping, dropping. So, like, the two, I, if you want me to add, like, two more crazy, crazy ones, which I'm not saying they're going to happen. This is just, like, possibilities that are so low it's crazy. Dwayne Haskins dropping all the way to the Patriots and the Patriots picking him up. Or uh or yeah, and Daniel Jones going over him. But but so one is part one of that is Daniel Jones going over Dwayne Haskins, and part two of that is Dwayne Haskins going so low that he goes all the way to the Patriots at last pick. Or the Redskins trading up with the Jets. I don't think they're gonna do that anymore. We'll see. We're out seeing. I don't know. I doubt it. We'll see. I listen. I I just hope. I hope one of those top three guys go ends up falling at six and ends up going to the Giants. We get either Nick Bosa, Williams, or Josh Allen. I just hope we get one of those one of those guys coming up. All right, party people. That's the episode that we have for today. Once again, thank you for tuning in. And remember, do not do not forget if you're listening right now before Saturday. Right now it is Thursday. If by Saturday you rate us. Review us. Send us a screenshot to our Instagram or on Twitter at BFB Podcast. We will give you an abundance of entries for these fantastic, awesome giveaways. And it's not just your typical signed jersey, even though one of them may be. Or something like something autographs, maybe something like that. Something else we have in the works is actually really cool and really special. So party people, follow us. Stay with us. We have a fantastic fantasy football season coming up. Marchetti. Peace, BFAs. Good way to end it out with everything I just said. All right, peace, party people. Success, nonetheless. Peace.